Hello and welcome to another MTD podcast. This is uh, the podcast that goes live every Friday evening at 6pm where we talk about everything we've been up to uh, in the last few days and what's happening at the MTD Towers. I'm always joined by uh, a couple of oi polois. Um, <laughs> today I've got Gio back on, the, uh, back on the set and also Colin who's been making a few appearances recently. Um, coming up in this week's show we're going to be talking about where we've been this week which includes visits to Seco, XYZ, uh, Pico on the south coast and also talking about 3D printing um, from Mark uh, 3D that we're here in the studio with Joe. All that coming up in this week's show and a little bit of chit chat along the way. Um, Gio, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you, Paul. I didn't know what you called us there. What are they? Oi Poloys. Oi Poloys. Uh It's rude, basically. Right, okay. And we're, I'm not sure we can actually say the description on... On oh, what are we on? We're on audio, I suppose, aren't we? we are. And and being filmed as well, so you can watch this on YouTube, or of course wherever you uh, download your podcast from, you'll be able to download this too, whether that's Spotify, iTunes, or wherever. Yeah. So, uh, oi poloi one, Gio, you all right? I'm very well, thank you, Paul. What, what, you well. had a good week. It's been a good week. Yeah, got got, got a, quite a lot done this week. Not been on the road as much this week, but had a really good visit to um, Seaco, which we'll talk about we'll talk later. About but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been a great week. Thank good, you. Good, good. And you, Colin, you all right? No rubbish. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like being called. Oi Poloi, that's yeah. tipped me right over the edge. Well, you didn't like being called a compatriot last week. Yeah. Oi Poloi. I'll wait for next week. week. It's going to be really, <laughs> really rude next week. No, it's all good, mate. All good. I have to keep coming up with new ones. Now, we've got to start this show by talking about uh, Mr. Deadman, who's obviously oh, a, a fond friend of ours and a work colleague. Uh, he's got married this week to Claire. Uh, he was married on Tuesday, so congratulations to Mark. Oh, what's happening? Is Craig David all? What's happening on Sunday? <laughs> it was his 50th birthday as well. It was, no it was way, I thought he was much older than that. <laughs> yeah, it was, his, it, was, it was his 50th birthday. He met Claire, I believe, was it 10 years ago from yep. that day? Yep. And then they got married. So uh, congratulations to them both. He's off, to, he's off to Cornwall this week. In fact, he's going where I've just come, driven back from this, this morning. Let's hope he has a better journey um, down the M5 than I had up it. Um, yeah, so he got married this week. Do you know when he proposed, he did it to Neil Diamond? Well, I thought he was getting married to Claire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's Neil? <laughs> Sweet and Caroline. And then, and then so you that's, have, that's, that's a bit Neil and then, and then you have the three rings of marriage. Do you know what the three rings of marriage are? No. Do you know what the three rings are? Yeah, you hang up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the engagement ring, yeah. the wedding ring, and the suffering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very, very. That's, that's one of your better ones. I'll give you that one. I've only got one of them so far. <laughs> the suffering. <laughs> <laughs> you're, saying, you're not engaged, are you? You're not married. I'm actually engaged, actually. I've got two. Two uh, of them. I've, uh, are you, when are you getting married, Jim? It was supposed to have been... Um, the year which, which 2019 when COVID broke out. When we well, were, even we though it was last year that COVID broke out. Was it yeah, last year, actually? <laughs> 2020 was supposed to be... If you get COVID, you know, it affects your... What was going to say? <laughs> it affects, it affects, oh, I can't remember. That, that, that's, a, that's a little bit like when uh, I was growing up. My fairy godmother actually said to me, Get out. Uh, do, you, <laughs> "Do you want either a, a long penis or a long memory?" I can't remember what I, the answer was. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> um, so, congratulations to Mark. Anyway, um, I'm sure he uh, will enjoy his honeymoon. Uh, congratulations to them both. So um, let's let's kick off with uh, your uh, visit this week, Gio, to um, Seco. What what was happening there? So yeah, b brilliant visit, really. So um, Premier Machine Tools Island, we, we probably know about them as as a company. They're they're um, agents for for lots of different premium products, uh, but they've now set up uh, Premier Machine Tools UK, 
um, which is took on the sole agency for Tornos. And now Tornos has got a permanent residence at the Seco um, facility in the Innovation Hub. So now in, in this hub, not only will they get the benefits of people that might not have necessarily gone to look for a sliding head, uh, be able to look at their products, but also to be able to offer them turnkey solutions, very fast response times. Um, and it was an absolutely outstanding visit. The actual machine tool that they had on display at the time, they've turned it around in about a month and that was a full turnkey. And it's got some real innovative features. I know, Colin, you, you, you're heavily involved with the sliding head industry, but with this particular model, you can have four tools in cut four? simultaneously. Four. It's completely. What uh, machine is it? It's a, a Deco 60, Tornos Deco 60. Wow. But, and, and four tools that could be milling or turning. I've seen these machines. I've reviewed yeah. them. This is the machine with two spindles. It's got the B axis on it as well. Yes. And also the, the platen, so you can be machining at angles as well. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen and, the and, and they're trying to. You've reviewed a lot in the past haven't you Paul the multi-spindles which are absolutely phenomenal uh, machine tools I think they've got they want to start bringing a lot more of them into the UK when you well. say multi-spindle you mean main spindle sub-spindle or the actual multi-spindle multi-spindle right, okay. so there's yeah. about six six, what, six or eight spindles Paul, yeah so either or you can choose okay. either or the fascinating thing about the multi-spindle machines that they uh, build and I've been to Moutier to to see them the biggest barrier to entry with those machines was the fact that they people used to associate them with taking ages to set you know a long time you need long runs you need 50,000 off 100,000 off but a bit like sliding head lathe manufacturers they've they've developed these machines to be able to quickly change the tools to quickly change um you know every bit of the machine that you need to equip uh, to do a part you can now sort of break it down and, and have a new job running within sort of 30 to 45 minutes really before it was a day or two days so now suddenly oh, you can you can start tackling runs of maybe 500s and a thousands off which takes these machines into a completely um into a completely new market and the beauty of the multi-spindle is uh, they're very easy to program actually i've seen how you program them too you program each spindle independently and then the software just brings them all together but the, basically the idea is to balance out each spindle to do an operation that might take 20 seconds so each spindle does you know six operations six do the maths. and you get a finished part in um, three minutes the the, the tor tornos keep up uh, tornos to me it, they've obviously now out of colville and uh, it's such a great machine the technology that they offer and going to switzerland to see the amount of machines that they build um yeah i'm, I'm sure with a little bit of a maybe a change of guidance or how it's going to be run there we may f see a lot more i mean i was quite flabbergasted i mean the, the, the visit was more about you know the new home of Tornos. Um, we met with David David Dunn, so they're still keeping on all of the same personnel, all of the same skill. Um, when you say personnel, I thought Tornos didn't have any representation in the UK. Yes, so yes, they, 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 they in did, terms of yeah. they, they used to be in Colville, so they yeah. were a direct uh, direct seller from Colville. There yeah. was David Dunn, there was John McBride, there was you know they, they had yeah. they, over, yeah. over recent years they've, they've had a good team of people. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, quickly take people to Switzerland if you need to. But for some reason, uh, the Swiss have decided that this is that this is a better course of action, right. a better route. And I, th I think they're going to be throwing more resource at it. The lead times are going to be reduced. I think that um, it, they're going to have more control uh, over the products themselves rather than having to go to Switzerland for the turnkeys for it for, for, as a, as an example. So you know, lead times will re be reduced. They'll be a lot more reactive. Um, and like you say, you know, they're welcoming people to bring 
projects to them. So Seco um, will be working with Seco. them. Yeah. Well, they've got the, the innovation hub there where, you know, not only have they got accessibility to the cutting tools, to the work holding, not that you really need the work holding on, a, on the sliding head, but, you know, they've got, you know, the coolants, you know, any kind of projects they can really they could they can really overcome and the software pool on this new machine as well very intuitive a, a little bit what how you described on the, the multi-axis when you cut in with full tools simultaneously it's like writing four different programs and then you just it just kind of merges it all together so it's conversational and you so it's very simple you just write in four separate what controls is it running Siemens, Fanuc, I'm not sure. It's their, I'm, it's their I'm, own control system. Right. I've got it's it on the tip control, of my yeah. tongue, the, the software that they use. I've, I've, I've reviewed it, but I've it's all big touchscreen. So NC? No, it's a, yeah, it's a particular, but anyway, I'm, I'm sure you mm. can find it. There's plenty of Tornos videos on the website from when we've been to Moutier. Moutier is a beautiful part of Switzerland as well. I was really impressed with this new technology, though, Paul. It yeah. was something that I've never seen before. I, I think it's very, the very same impressed. machine that they had at Emo, I think, maybe right. a year or two ago. Mm. But I remember we, we were one of the first to see it in, in Moutier. So do wish them a lot of success there. Uh, I'm sure they'll sell a lot of machines. Uh, so still to come in this week's show, we'll be talking about XYZ, uh, a new machine which has been launched. We'll talk about a visit I went to and did it at Pico where they make do you know what Pico make yes you do Re uh, model railways yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I've, seen, oh. I've seen your LinkedIn post oh. I did you yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't uh, but they make model railways don't they? <laughs> and we'll also be talking about 3D printing uh, we've also got the week in review coming up where we'll talk about um, the top five videos that have been on our website this week and also uh, other bits and pieces that have been in the news um I'm going to talk now about XYZ Machine Tools. I've literally just come back from um, Tiverton this morning. We were there pretty much most of the day yesterday, me and Chris. You got trained. You had a day with Nigel. We, we, <laughs> well, actually, um, well, I spent the evening with Nigel last night, but yesterday afternoon, Nigel had got a, a bit of a bad knee at the moment, so he was struggling to get from one end of the... Because, um, I mean, it's huge. Have you you've been to their place in yeah, Tiverton? Yeah. It, yeah. it is massive. Yeah. It is massive. Are they still got lots of stock? They've got a fair bit of stock, but they're, they're doing really well. I mean, they've had um, an unbelievable year so far. So stock is not like what it was, but they've still got machines. Like what it was. Like it used well, to be well, the thing from is, one end to the other, it was just mm. full of stock. Well, it's Colin, part it of XYZ's um, business model, really, to equip themselves with enough stock to be able to service the market's demands quickly. You know, for, for XYZ to be thinking that someone's going to have to wait three or four months for a machine is, is unusual because normally they're sold and delivered within Unheard two of, weeks. Really, that, Paul, that's it, the beauty really? of the XYZ. Um, Are they having, sorry to interrupt, there's a lot of people saying there's stock issues at the moment and across all sorts of different industries. You know, just even playing steel, aluminium. It's things. the same for everybody. So it's the same for everybody. Yeah, they've, they've, they've obviously still got machines, and but yeah. they're, they're facing similar um, issues. Yeah. Uh, and I think everybody, everybody is in the same boat. Yeah. But what what is good is that they've got this this new machine that we looked at, which is the SX, SS65 subspindle um, turning centre. Now, it's the first turning centre XYZ have, have, have produced with a subspindle. Yeah. Um, so for them, this is like quite, a, you know, this, this this is where engineers are looking to go now, aren't they? One hit machining, getting the parts off the machine without intervention. Now XYZ can offer this. It's a 65 mil bar machine. It's got a uh, hundred mil Y axis um, and it's got the Siemens shop turn control. And one of the things we did yesterday afternoon, and th the reason I mentioned this is because you mentioned about the Tornos control is Mark uh, Higson from XYZ did a demonstration on how easy it is to program a subspindle machine. And I think one of the things that, daunt, that daunts or is daunting maybe to engineers that have not used this sort of technology before is they're thinking, oh, I'm going to get it, but am I going to crash it? Is it going to be hard to program? But it was so simple. Within, within sort of a minute, we did a demonstration where he turned apart 
got all the transfer cycles in place, pulled the component over to the second spindle and implemented machining on the second spindle. And you could just see how, how simple it is. All touchscreen controls as well. Um, they've got two machines there, both in stock. I don't think they'll be there long to I'm be I'm assuming honest. twin turret as well then? No, single turret. Single turret. Single turret, right, okay. yeah. Um, they, the, I think what will be their market will be, there's so many XYZ users out there. And I said on one of the videos that, People return to them because the, you know, the value for money, the service and the support. You imagine all of those companies that haven't uh, taken the plunge into, into, into sub-spindle machining. Now they've got, you know, if they've got XYZ, it's a, it's a nice Two uh, companies I spoke to recently. One was LNR Precision. They bought, uh, and they've got a load of XYZs already. But he said, I've got a, a B bills or C bills or whatever. But for the money, I could get that machine. I can't remember. It was a mill, three axis. Can't remember which one. He said it was just such great value for money. Yeah. Another company, I, can't, I won't name them because I can't remember, mm. but they were like, for the money, it's absolutely, I've got to have it. Yeah, absolutely I mean, the brilliant. value for money on XYZs and the range, you know, their, their, their LR vertical machining centers, their heavy duty lathes, their, their, their tool room lathes, their Prototrack uh, RMX and RLX machines. Well, this is going to open up new markets for XYZ, isn't it? Certainly, yeah. I mean, the, the fifth axis machine well, wasn't that long back, four years ago. They're that having got a launched. real role with those um, at the moment as know, well, which yeah. is not surprising. They've got, uh, they had five axis machines they're being prepped to go out yesterday oh, right. um and you know it's been about i don't know two three years now four, years. Been, it's four years four, four years. years in september because i can remember it? it was the day that i started at mtd my first visit was xyz Dunedin when we were reviewing was, yeah we threw the, you the, at the, the deep end, didn't we? yeah yeah with graham cherry yeah that's right yeah, so that was cherry. my first visit where's, where's, where's our graham now <laughs> well, well that reminiscing that, so, bit, so that so that machine has been really successful uh, for XYZ and I'm sure this subspindle machine will be um, too. So um, yeah, and the other uh, topic we're going to be talking about, one of the other things this week is the 3D printing. I actually did come to the studio um, when Joe was here with uh, Mark 3D this week. Um, but I know you got a little bit more information on this, Con, haven't you? Because you... No, uh, you to be quite honest, I haven't. 3D printing. Because Joe said, uh, there is, well, he said 15, it's actually because of content and things like that they did 10 things you probably won't know about 3d printing and you know what some of them are yes oh good because yeah. i don't because he said keep it under don't well, tell, I can tell you one because when Ooh, i came don't... when i came in here i was um i was greeted by uh, three gentlemen and joe and also um two uh, 3d printers and they were they were actually in here printing uh plugged in printing and one of the um and uh, you'll both find this interesting. Actually, probably you more um, than uh, Geo because you're starting to work with uh, Bicetronic now or Bistronic. Yep. They were they were printing the tools for um, bending press, machines. Press brakes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. So you know, you know, on a press brake, you you have to buy the tools and they're machined out of mm. hardened tool steel and hardened. Um, now they're printing these because you can turn them around quickly. It's it's cheaper. And they're also very, very durable in the in the in the materials that they're printing them. Really? Often more durable than the um, than the metallic. So, is so it SLA or SLS? Uh, both. Okay, yeah, you one, don't know. They're do one you. of each. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was uh, I was having a conversation with someone recently about uh, additive manufacturing for the medical industry as well. Some of the the work that they're doing for like knee joints, hip joints, so on and so forth, and and some of this, some of these three uh, D. 3D printed parts are porous. So effectively in the body, they, they react better to, 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 so when you've got growths of, when it's kind of, to kind of, what's the word, to, to become part of your body, it's better that way than, you know, for it to be a solid piece of- What, uh, so they're printing them 
as opposed uh, to yeah so they've started um, correct me if i'm wrong but they've started to 3d print parts you know oh. medical parts right. and they're getting better results because they what's the word i'm looking for they react better to your body rather yeah, than of course if it's metal the body rejects it yes and in the, the when it's when the tissues are growing yeah it's it's kind of going into it more i don't know yeah, it's more it, like it's more like a bone structure than yes. actual metal yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's lighter um so and, and some of the so could it make me run faster if i have my joints replaced possibly yeah well, you, well carl's well, had two done uh hips, cream it, yeah, yeah titanium you put on you put you do put on weight because obviously it's much heavier than your ah, yeah. what about well, when he goes to the airport <laughs> buzzers going off everywhere <laughs> now, I, I think this 3d printing we uh, joe as joe as you rightly said there's going to be a lot of uh, videos i know they spent the whole day here with the machines actually in action making parts talking well, think about actually, the technology they could bring them in and get them running i mean absolutely brilliant are they, are they 3d printing metals Paul? no this was uh, plastic just plastic yeah yeah well i was chatting with a prospect for mtd network the other day who do 3d printing when i say sla and sls wasn't being wasn't being a smart so and so it's because there's two types you've got the printing which is i think i don't know i, I think that's sla and sls is a sintering where you're burning powder away with a laser someone will probably correct me on that because i'm probably completely wrong but there's different there's, types there's, there's plenty of different types yeah Absolutely. And we, we've, we've got some good technical corners actually on the on the different the different variants and i hate to use that word because that's one word that seems to be used too much in the news at the moment but there is well, different <laughs> variants <laughs> there is uh lots of uh different ways to 3d print okay uh Week in review. This is something we do every week where we talk about what's been on the MTD CNC website um, and the top five videos this week. Uh, when it comes to the top five, I mean the, the videos with the most traffic uh, in the number fifth or in the number five spot is the TT1300 uh, review that I did with Tony Dale, which is a do. Are they all going to be your videos, Paul? Yeah, well, you'll have to wait and see. <laughs> it's the TT1300 twin spindle, twin turret machine review I did with Tony Dale. Um, that's... Uh, collated thousands of views this week there's also the review that we did uh geo at number four at colchester or on a colchester machine at pro drive their multi-axis lathes you know that one we walked yeah. around and looked at the two different lathes that people might not associate colchester machine tools with they now make multi-axis y-axis twin spindle machines people always think colchester turning the handles mm, and but no, no more cncs not, all, all full cncs so and who supplied the colchester uh, Colchester Machine, it is Colchester. Tools, okay. Colchester Machine Tool Solutions. So, um, and we've also got another video coming to the channel, in fact, over the weekend from them at ProDrive, the video in detail about the partnership. Now, ProDrive was the one, they've got all the old motors and things like that, haven't they? Yes, that's yes. right. And yeah. new motors. Uh, so they, they work quite heavily with the, the racing industry. Nice. Hence yeah. yeah. the name, I suppose. Yeah. I'll get my coat. It, it, it's a really good video, that one. But that was in at number four. Number three. This is better than um, Top of the Pops. Number three was <laughs> Geo's video uh, with uh, on the Haas programming that you did, oh, which oh. Um, has done exceptionally well as well. Did that take, um, we need to mention this, did that have a lot of animation stuff in the background? No, not I mean, really, you, not really. Oh, I no, thought, no, not at all, really. I think oh. Ben, ben explained it really well, actually. I think it was more of a case that the, the control is exactly the same. So for example, if you were a hash user from 20 years ago, all of the buttons are in the same place. So you, you've still got a very good understanding of the control, mm. but internally all of the software has evolved. So you've got re some real new, nice features that you can use it's like yeah. a bit of a, a inbuilt cad system really right. so it can simplify the programming programming even further just illustrating how the system or the control ha has evolved and it's has is 
own control, similar to how we mentioned mm. um, Tornus's control. I think we should do a podcast on programming uh, yeah, well, coming up soon. I'm busy, that, I'm busy that week. I mean, I mean this <laughs> week alone, so you've done uh, talk about Tornos with their control. Yeah. I was actually with uh, Steve Alka, who's got, um, who runs Essential Engineering Solutions on Tuesday, where we were doing some um, programming videos on Fanuc, on how, yeah. you, how you use manual guide, how you program in G-codes, talking through the G-codes. Mm. They'll be really strong pieces and very educational for people that want to know more about CNC. And then, of course, you've, you've done the, um, the video that's done really well at number three this week with the Haas programming solution. I've done one at XYZ as well, looking at the... So people need to know, don't they? They want to see. Yeah. I think it is a big fear factor for some that they don't want to change controls from one, from one manufacturer to another. They get comfortable with what they're doing. But actually, these things to adapt from one to another is, is, what, is one pretty One thing easy. I've got to say with the controls, they are becoming so much easier to use because they're, they're, they're more conversational yeah. now, aren't they? So they're prompting you. They're actually asking you a question mm -hmm. rather than you having to figure out exactly how to program it from start to finish. It, it, you know, the cycles, that the inbuilt cycles, the pecking cycles, the pocket cycles, all of the different cycles really simplify the programming. Yeah. Brilliant. Colin does pecking at the weekend. <laughs> Tries to. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Heavy pecking. Oh, is it heavy petting? <laughs> I'm not pecking. Comment, Paul. <laughs> You're not invited. Uh, number two, number in two. the number two slot was Prime Turning um, from Sandvik, a, a video that Joe did here as a technical corner. Do you know what prime turning is? It is cutting both sides, at two sides at the same time? No, it's when you turn backwards. Oh. Do you know that? No, I didn't um, know that. that ball nose cutter. Going ball nose back backwards. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so you cut, yeah, go forwards and backwards. Yeah, bi-directional, a bit like you. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, well, you can say it's 2021. You can say that, Paul, absolutely. But when you say prime turning, why, why, can't, why can't you do that previously? I, I just, I, well, you, you can. You have been able to do it for some time, but I think it is a, it's a technology that people aren't using enough right. because it, it, it can cut literally cycle times in half. Yep. Um, you know, well, you're always in touch. You're always wear, in yeah. um, because you're using both sides of the tool. So, so many benefits to it. And in number one spot this week with yeah. a whopping 6,500 plus views. It was not Colin. Oh. It was a video from Delau. Uh, and Joe did with um, four Mazak at Delau, where they were loading wow. one of their Mazak machines. And I think we've mentioned this on the podcast before. Um, they're loading their machines with a Cobot. I think they invested 25 grand in this. That's right. It was not a lot to automate, cell, it, was it? Yeah. And it's turned this thing into an unmanned running solution. So um, we've had a whopping 236,000 uh, engagements on our content this week. It's always good to know that our audience is growing. And the podcast that was on the MTD CNC site this week was one you did with Williams, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah Tracing. Uh, yeah. I haven't yeah. yet listened to that, but I know. Uh, but it, I, it was Joe was to. involved in that too, Joe Reynolds. So it was from when we were at um, the Myra uh, Institute where we were doing the educational day um, alongside Zeiss and Williams Racing. And I was kind enough to, to kind of come in and do a podcast with us. And it was brilliant because it was quite insightful, really. It was about how we believe that, you know, the, 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 the future of engineering is all down to the, the next generation oh, of absolutely. engineers um, and how we've got to try and do our parts to kind of get them into the industry. I think Formula One automatically attracts the young generation of, of engineers, but the rest of the engineering industry, I think, unfortunately, doesn't attract them in the same way. And I think that it's still at the forefront of technology. And, and MTD as well, Paul, and you, Colin, with your network, are doing stuff with the digital CVs and working alongside yeah, educational. So I think there's, it's it, we're all working all on the same path anyway. Just in jobs good. on MTD network. Can I add a couple of videos? Yeah, I'm, I've still got a few more to go. But that, that, so that, was, the, that, was, that was the top five 
the podcast was from Williams. You can download that on whatever podcast platform that you. And you just um, talk you about the, the race team as well. Just so if you're interested in the Williams race team and Formula One team, it yeah. does touch upon that too. Go on, add your points. No, that's it, I'm done. <laughs> no, what it was, a um, couple of things. Since an open house is in October, we're starting to work on that very soon. So in terms well, of trailers... Can we come back to that? Because yeah. I just need to finish this, this oh, okay. week in review. Yeah. Um, because what happens is, um, if, you're, if you're watching this, uh, we obviously film this podcast, but we cut this bit of uh, the week in review out, and that is hosted on the platform too, so people can just find out what we've been up to. Two things, and if I can do that then, if that's this, right. On this, on this week, yeah. Other videos and stories on the uh, on the MTDCNC website in the last seven days, DMG Mori's part partnership with Red Bull Racing, uh, Honda, um, a couple of technical corners and stories from you at PSL yep. uh, Software, which is probably one that you may have uh, mentioned in a sec. The iGroove from Sodic. This video has been released. It's been heavily talked about last week, actually, on the show where the wire turns when you're uh, on the wire EDM machine to give better surface finish and better tolerances. Unbelievably. So the wire, the, yeah, the wire, the wire is actually, actually spinning. Spinning, yeah. spinning. Unbelievably. I was at a company, Pico, which we'll talk about in a minute as well. And the guy actually came up to me and he said, I've seen some photos on social media about Sodic's thing from you guys. When's that video going live? And it actually went live um, yesterday. But um, he, great, they, they, they use Sodic machines and then actually going wow. up to Coventry to, to look at it as well. Right. Um, Prima Power, uh, if you're interested in uh, bending, uh, forming, um, fabrication, sheet metal, then we've got a technical corner with Barry Rooney that's just been released on the channel yesterday <laughs> from Prima Power. The UK... Uh, launch of the Matsura MAM 7252V. That video is also released. Um, Cutting Blue and their use of Hoffman tools has also been released on the channel this week. So lots to see there. Plus also finally the Fanuc C600 uh, IC EDM machine, a new machine which is You've missed out one of the best videos of the week. And the one that you're going to mention which well, you is... You mentioned PSL Data Track. That ties in nicely because I was chatting to someone about PSL Data Track the other day. Oh, uh, no, I wasn't initially chatting away, finding out about the EEI. So we do the Engineering Economic Indicator, which has been going since 2020. And the results are in for June. So I know it's August now. It takes a bit of a while to get it filmed and everything like that. Engineering is at almost a high for this month. It really is. Mm. So, and it's been it's been positive throughout 2021, which is absolutely it's fantastic. But I was chatting, I was asking about his EEI Indicator score. And I said, well, why are you so, oh, we're really busy, Colin, we're scoring probably 75, 80. I said, well, why are you so busy? He goes, because we're too cheap. <laughs> I, said, I won't say who it is, because yeah. people will be on the phone to him. I said, well, why are you too cheap? Oh, quoting, oh, it takes me. I said, just, why are you not using some software like PSL Daytrack? Oh, I don't know, I never really thought. Just get on the phone to him, sorted. So, right. so another, just another simple things like Another installation for Jeff. Potentially, potentially. But yeah. yeah, so that ties in, A, with the PSL Daytrack video and the, Engineering Economic Indicator, if I could say that, EEI, it's a lot easier. <laughs> so, yeah, so this week's Week in Review, there's the top five. There's the other videos that have been on our channel and released on our channel this week that you can go to the MTV CNC website and uh, view. So I'm going to talk now about Pico, um, which was a company I visited on um, Thursday morning where they make the uh, model railways. And it was, it was, sometimes you go on these visits and you're just awe-inspired right where you where you go in and you just go you know wow. well, that's how they make them you know you don't even think about it how many people that buy i mean you've got a model railway haven't you yeah and the loft just the whole loft is just a massive model railway <laughs> yeah no when you say model railway serious question though because i didn't see your post yeah. what size because i was chatting to someone else who does model railways but it might be slightly different to yours so so it's just uh hobbyist stuff so i suppose track you know like the track that's like that 
Right, so like your Hornby from yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, this, this yeah. Is, that would be a direct competitor. Right. So, so um, Pico make everything from the tracks to the trains to the um, the houses, the little men, and all that sort of stuff. And they've got a an exhibition center there. And when you go into this exhibition center, it basically gives you, you know, like when you go into Ikea, the only thing I can liken it to is when you go into Ikea. You can't and, get out. <laughs> and, and you walk in. You've got to buy and, a hot dog. <laughs> and um, you walk in and they, they lay the rooms out so that so they don't just show you the furniture. They actually put it in a, like the bunk beds or curtains in, in, in the position of a child's bedroom or whatever it might be. And uh, in here, what they do is they've got settings, so like a loft. So they've got a loft in there, and they show you how to put this train track in your loft and cut the wood and where you put the wood. And then they've got a, a kid's bedroom. That's why I said kid's bedroom, <laughs> where they've got a train track that runs right round the outside of the kid's bedroom. Oh, brilliant. Oh, sorry, the, the inside wall of the kid's bedroom. And basically, the, the beds are underneath it. And, and, and they've got ones for the shed, and they've got ones. So you go in there, and you look, oh, actually, oh, I've got a loft. I'm going to do that in my loft. And you can buy all the gear from Pico to then to then build these um, model railways in your loft. It's so what were you, what were you re reviewing? If I could say that, or did you just go well, to have a look? Because yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm a railway fanatic. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I was going you used there to train a lot. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, he does. He's in the state. He doesn't train at all. I'll use the train. Sorry, um, I was going because they they what they've got a tool room where they make the tools. So the process is basically take the track for example they they mold these they've got injection molding machines there and they've got probably a dozen of them um but they make all the tools for the injection molding machines and these tools uh, you wouldn't believe, i mean this was a fascinating thing uh, they've got a rotors machine from herco it's got a 42,000 rpm spindle um it machines to two three microns over a 12 15 yeah, hour period I've seen an that. unbelievably yeah. accurate machine it's got cooling in the spindle that's continually uh, keeping you know stopping the spindle from growing it's got thermal compensation on it so you can maintain these tolerances and it sits just on four um, feet or four sort of um, you know so it's not bolted to the floor and I mean I don't know how quite right this is but the guy I was talking to and, and if it is wrong I apologize but it sounds great the guy I was talking to said he, he when he was being sold the machine he said do I not need to bolt it down they said no no the machine will move the machine moves when it's machining because it, it, it kind of, to exaggerate it, it wobbles. But there's so much intelligence and compensation in it that it, it, it eradicates all of that all of that. And still holds two microns. And still holds two microns. Wow. So a lot of people would think to hold two, two microns and to get a machine to perform in that way, you'd have to bolt it down. It's yeah. got to be 20 tons. None of that. This is all done with clever electronics and software. Right, and, and it will maintain those tolerances day in, day out. And they've wow. had it since 2019. And it has been brilliant for them. They've also got a Herco VM5, which does all the roughing of the, uh, the tool steel. Um, and then they use the rotors for the finishing. Um, but I said to him, I'm not being funny. Correct. No changing. <laughs> <laughs> railway tracks. Why, why does a tool need to be that precise for a bit of railway track? Who, 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 because it costs, because, and they do a wire EDM process as well, where they go in and, and they, they, where they can't machine it because it's a square edge. They, they make these square edges. I'm saying, why don't you just make the edges rounded? What, who would care if the track had a little, a little bit of, <laughs> oh, a, a on it. sacrilege, sacrilege. So, yeah. But so this machine was delivering to these these tolerances and the surface finishes were just fantastic. But also the reason. But why would you have it, to have it at those tolerances and square edges and things? Because because they're fanatics and these and, and they want to make the best. Yeah, perfectionists. They want to make the best possible product. But also 
the tool lasts longer. Oh, if it's got square edges? No, 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 no. If, if it's more precise. So when you look at male and female interaction of a podcast, the alignment between the two and the accuracy between the two tools, if something's a little bit out, then it's not going to last. It'll wear. Oh, um, for the track, when they're mating the track. Yeah, pieces. so they're mating yeah, the track. Basically, they've, longevity. they've got a female and a male tool that comes in and bang, and then a bit of track drops out the bottom, yeah. and it just keeps going bang. And if, if oh, you, those, those machines are amazing. They're just chug and just popping out these things that's... Yeah, and and there was two. There was there was four ladies there that were basically taking the what was the the, the plastic track, and then they put the the metal bits from the plastic track in it, put it into a bang, comes out. I mean, we filmed the whole so thing. They had to it's, actually guide the metal. Into yeah, the, yeah, yeah. There, there was four of them sitting there all day. I thought to myself, oh god, that must be just. Worse than isn't one of your jokes. Drive, drive you around the bend, wouldn't it? You'd, you'd go to sleep. No, it'd drive you down the track, wouldn't yeah. it? You'd, you'd go to sleep. All you'd be thinking of is is um, is uh, trains and stuff. So it really was a brilliant visit, and we've uh, we've got um, yeah the reviews on the Herco and also the Roaders. The Roaders machine. Did it have pallet pallet system on it, Paul? No. Was it no? No. Because they're, they're quite small working envelope aren't they yes yeah, yeah 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 but there was no yeah no 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 pallet system on that oh, can i just in, well i'm going to interject quickly you, you can very quick only because i was chatting to a prospect for mtd network and they do trains uh company's called 17d they're not a customer i'm going to plug them anyway but they do trains like sit on trains not like not like the big normal trains because obviously that's sit on train yeah but the ones you like kids Playground things where yeah, you've got yeah, a little yeah. mini steam train, you but sit they, on it. They've got that there as well. Oh, really? They, they oh, do that. Brilliant. But, but there's actually a theme park there. Oh. Um, so basically, it as we were quite a big place. It is a big place because when we, when we were there, I had to be in there at half past eight. Um, to, to get a film, ticket to, to film because all the all the public were arriving at nine o'clock, oh. and of course you can't be in there filming when the public are arriving. So um, it was yeah, it was wow. it was tremendous. And I have to say, fair play to Chris, our cameraman as well. He had to be there at Hopper State, and he was there at Hopper State as well. And he had to drive. For, it was a hell of a drive. Ah, oh, it was in a place called Beer. Is that near Wine? <laughs> no, it's a place of beer in uh, Seaton. So uh, no, it was. A, it's been a, uh, a fantastically busy week once again. Brilliant. I'm glad to be at the end of it, gentlemen. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. Have you got anything that you want to add? Oh, yes, got, yes. Very, only very quickly. Some good. Well, good news stories. Really, Ministry of Defence have bought Sheffield Forge Masters for two point six million. Yes, I heard that. Which is yeah. great. So that's special still for the defence applications. Hopefully, they can sort out the new British um, Forces tank, which I heard. On the grapevine, well, news is an absolute disaster, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> and then Rolls-Royce has agreed to sell Bergen engines for right. £53.6 million. Okay. So that's all I've got. So a bit, a bit, a bit more good news, which yep. is yeah. on the MFG site. MFG website. I know Joe Reynolds was on with uh, Michelle du, uh, Dubry as well this week. At and Six Will Watson. Will Watson was on there. Oh, was what, yeah. Hey? Will, Will, Will was on the news. Uh, oh, no, not on the news, on the podcast, sorry. Oh, no, he was, yeah. <laughs> he was. Britain's most wanted. <laughs> um, also, the MTD magazine, uh, the July issue, you can go to the MTD CNC website if you don't currently get a copy uh, and register for that. It's got plenty of good stories, similar to the ones that we've been talking about. And you um, can watch the videos today. linked to the stories. You, you can. Brilliant. With one QR last codes. thing, what's one of the, 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 the subjects of podcasts? On Monday, the Hass podcast going to be released um, that you, Lindsay, and I did. Okay, um, at the um, yeah at the Haas workshop so that's a fantastic Brilliant. workshop it's about well racing formula one cars and making cnc machines so make sure you listen to that one it's a good, good one good stuff uh, keep tuned to the channel and uh, we'll see you again same time next week thanks for listening to the mtd podcast if you found value in this episode please subscribe and leave a rating and review 
Find more episodes on mtdcnc.com.